This is the M6P with your host, Andy Kirby. And Jared Mayo. Jared Mayo 100 episodes. That's me, Jared Mayo. Jared 100 episodes Mayo. If I had a middle name, 100 episodes would be it. I think that's pretty cool that we made it this far. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations to you too. This was your uh, brainchild. Well, I don't know if there were brains associated with this at the time or now for for that. Because last time you challenged me to get the episode out before the election. And and I said, please, (laughs) come on. (laughs) And it didn't happen. I you said it you said by next time we'll have a new president. I was like, what? That's rude. <laughs> totally, totally did not happen. Well, maybe this one will come out before the inauguration. When's the inauguration? Uh, January. Yeah. Yes, it will. Okay. <laughs> because I have to come into work between uh, Christmas and New Year's, and other people have off, so they won't be coming to my office. You know, I'm not saying I'll be doing this during work or anything, but but come on. Well, we'll probably have another episode by that time. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, no, but this this was your thing. I remember about seven years ago. Oh, uh, reminiscing. Seven years ago, you're like, hey, hey, guy, I don't really know that well, but I know you like comic books. Uh, let's do a podcast. That's true. That's true, and it's because uh, at the time I had a Facebook account, and um, I, you were posting on it and you were i was asking all these comic book questions nobody would answer and i was like this guy he knows what he's talking about this is fantastic no one else i know cares about comics and i don't have any friends no not that that last part (laughs) but so then i was like hey man we went to college together let's uh let's do this podcast and you're like i'm i'm in i guess (laughs) like what's a podcast (laughs) (laughs) i think you did actually ask that probably i wasn't up with what the kids are doing oh the kids and their lingo no i'm looking now the earliest episode was created tuesday april 26th no 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 friday august 28th 2009 wow so wow (laughs) so yeah seven years ago and it was on a i remember i called in on my flip phone and you had to stand next to the window yes and then what were what were you on? Okay, so I was on... I have always done this, except I think one time we did it at home, when I was at home. I've always done this at the office. And I was I had you on the speakerphone, and I had my iPhone recording me and you on the speakerphone. And then I would <laughs> download the recording to, to the computer. Uh, so we've come a long way. We've come a long yeah. way. I mean, even just, like, you can tell, listen to the quality of our first episode and it, how unpolished we are. And now we're just, like, regulars. <laughs> I'm almost, there's so many podcasts I've listened to that I've listened to for, uh, there's one in particular that's at 880. And uh, they started nine years ago. So oh. we started seven. We just made episode 100. Uh <laughs> Okay, we're not in competition with anybody, and we're more quality over quantity. Obviously, yes, of course. And, and you know, like, we have jobs and lives, and you've got children, and 
I've got a whole comic book room I have to tend to. Right, obviously. There's a lot of dusting that has to happen at your house. Yeah, I mean, if we if we didn't have all that stuff, I'm sure we could do 800 shows as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I had pff, no family, no job, no responsibilities, no friends, if I did have internet connection, we could do it. We could knock it out. We could do one a day. Well, maybe we'll catch up. I think so. I think that's what we're going to do. I think yep. that I'll probably lose all my family, and then we'll just all, all I have is this to keep me, you know. Well, I think we're going to need some more sponsors. <laughs> if we do that. Yeah. Cat food's cheap, man. So, Well, do you get rid of your cat. No, no, I meant for us to eat. Oh, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need those chicken fingers. But if you if you know somebody that'd like to sponsor our podcast, Call in at 616-755-TINA. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. That's what we need, really. We need yeah. more sponsors. This whole, this, everything was to get to episode 100 just to ask for more sponsors. <laughs> that was it. Mission accomplished. Long, that's the no long episode. game. It's a, it's a, it's a long hoax. <laughs> no, it's been a good run, though. It's been, it's been more fun than, than I guess I, I thought it would be, you know? <laughs> this whole thing has been more fun than I anticipated, I guess. Well, no, I mean, it's, I, it's been good. It's been good. I've learned a lot about you. Well, that's what I mean. Like I go back and I think of standing, you know, sitting in a chair near the window towards the back of the house on my flip phone calling in. That wasn't always as much fun, you know. Right. And and now you know we have this this Skype thing and the internets and and all that stuff and just even the way that we read comic books now. You know, there was no. There was no apps that you could read, and you couldn't download um, from Comixology or or anything like that. And it just it's changed so much in the past seven years that's made it more enjoyable. That's definitely true. The way we get comics now, and how accessible they are, and uh, the news, even how it's reported, it's all changed. And we have a website now and a Facebook, thanks to you. We do yeah, we those didn't, things. We didn't start off with any of that stuff for a while. <laughs> nope, nope. We had listeners that, that found us on iTunes with without us knowing how they found us. Yeah. It's been crazy. It's been good. It's been fun. And if well, you can't tell, this episode's going to be a little bit longer than our normal episode since it's the 100th And episode. I'm so excited about that. I'm so Are excited. You? you know what? I want to put a clip show together. I would love to over that week that I'm here, probably alone. Uh, I would love to do that. I don't know. Um, I'll ask uh, if anybody wants to email us their favorite parts or favorite discussion of, of past episodes to put in the clip show. That would be great if you tell us what number episode or what the name of the episode is and around what time and what topic. I'll go look it up and I'll put it in the clip show. That would be fantastic. I would love to do that. Wow, that'd be a lot of work. Well, if they tell us where it is, I have all of them right here. So well, I, mean, I mean, even for you, though, like you said, you're going to have a week alone. Just gonna listen to episodes of me and you talking to each other. Oh, it's fantastic! It's what I wish I could do every day. <laughs> well, you know, some of those, some of our episodes have logged over two hours. You know, some getting close to three. But then, with our latest format, you know, we try to stay around twenty to thirty minutes. Dude, I cannot tell you how excited I am to. I'm gonna be done with school in April, and I've been, you know, reading less and less. But I, I'm, I want to ramp up. I want to get on a regular schedule with this. It's it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> well, good. I look forward to it. Me too. So I hope you, you're buckled up for another 100 episodes. Yeah, it sounds like I have no choice. You have zero choice, sir. 
This is all about Andy. He's buckled and he's ready. So it was my brainchild. Get in line. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> if you were going to email us, you would go to uh, email us at uh, m six p l l c at gmail dot com. Uh, visit our Facebook, facebook dot com slash the m six p. Follow us on Twitter at the m six p. We're also on Instagram and YouTube under the m six p. We've got a Facebook called TheM6P.com, and you can give us a call and be a part of our show anytime that you want. 616-755-TINA. You just leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the air. <laughs> Thank you for, for catching that for me. Yes. Uh, like I said before, our website's fantastic, Jared. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for curating the Facebook page. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know anything about code, but... Uh... Thankfully, we have a good team of people from Darren and Jen to the good people at Ren. Yep. Ren uh, Creations, I believe it's called. I don't know. We paid them, so. <laughs> so that's it. That's that. <laughs> and then, of course, all the people that, that write for the M6P. You know, I don't even want to start listing names because I might forget somebody, but we have a, a contributor's page. So if you're a part of that contributor's page, I'm talking about you. <laughs> yeah, and we want to thank all our. Uh listeners and fans out there i had um i had somebody come and talk to me today or this past week uh, and they said you know i've been going through a rough time and it's been pretty lonely and every once in a while i turn on your podcast just to have uh some friendly voices that are familiar to me and i was like holy cow like when i started thinking about this like this is this is gonna get too much into into the uh, what is they called inside baseball but Really, this this podcast is, you know, it has the background of comics. But really, it's looking into two friends' lives and seeing how things change over time and just this relationship. I mean, really, if you want to get meta, this whole thing is a comic book. Our whole (laughs) podcast is this ongoing (laughs) look into our lives and what, what goes on. Well, yeah, I mean, the past seven years, you know, you've had a kid in that time. We, we've... We've gotten jobs. We've lost jobs. Been to the uh, ER many times. Yeah, I mean, like, there's so many life things that have happened more so than than just not. You know, I guess over, over that long span of time, a lot of life happens. And we typically share that here on on the podcast. It's more than just, you know, X-Men this and Avengers that. We, we kind of talk a little bit about ourselves and... We get a little political, and and we talk religion, and we talk a little bit about just who, who and what defines us, and those things are are part of that. So it's a lot more than just, and we're family friendly, so that kind of sets us apart from some other podcasts as well. <laughs> yep, that's true. Yeah, there are a lot out there that are uh, that are tough, tough, tough for the youngins. And even though it's just you know you two, you know you and I are the only ones that do this, and we've had your mom and dad on, and. Um, we've had some interviews as well and stuff like that. The The cast of the M6P involves so many of the contributors and the relationships that have been built on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter as well. You know, I feel like I know these people like, you know, John Dermin or Dermine. 
I, I just don't understand. I'm just not phonetic, I guess. So. <laughs> I know them so well. <laughs> some people say, I've heard people say Dermine and some say Dermin. So John D, <laughs> you know, he had this huge eight-hour test this week. And so he Facebooked me. and was like, hey, man, could you pray for me about it? Well, yeah, because you know what? You're my friend. You're not just this guy that writes for them 6P and some guy that, that likes Namor. You're my friend. Uh, so that kind of stuff is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there have been a lot over the years from the, I remember from the time we had uh, the people like doing, you know, comparing notes on um, being an extra in the Marvel movies to, um, I know that some of our listeners have confided in us. They've been through uh, hard times with their families and anyway, it's, it's, it's been a ride. It's been crazy. And uh, I've got to meet a lot of uh, great people. Um, and I, I've, in fact, in, you know, internationally, uh, it's it's been fantastic. So I mean, this episode obviously we're kind of looking back. Um, don't want to be too self indulgent here. We do have some comics to talk about. Uh, yeah. And before before we kind of get to you know, our, our uh, sponsors and and all that kind of stuff, uh, speaking with the whole family thing, uh, Jen Capelli is in our family of the M6P. Uh, she is she designed our logo for us. She put together stuff for the Marvelous Box. She's written for us, and I consider her a dear friend. And sadly, her mother passed away today. So we just want to send our condolences to her, and we really want to dedicate this 100th episode to Jen Capelli and her mom. And uh, we just, we're here for you. We're praying for you. Yeah, yeah. Very sorry to hear that. Very sad. But that's that's part of that life thing, too, you know, not to, to shy away from it, but that's, those things... Are, are part of being together in this community that sometimes these things happen and we go through them together and we're here for each other, whether it's praying for a test or a loss of a family member or um, you, you told your friend about the marvelous box, you know, <laughs> whatever it might be, we're, we're all in this crazy thing called life together, you know. I mean, it's very difficult to segue into sponsorship from that. Well, I tried to do that by uh, being a little lighthearted there. <laughs> <laughs> We are sponsored by DCB Service, Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com. The best place, hands down, on the internet to get your comics. Why would you pay cover price when you get 40% off? That's 40% off your orders at DCBService.com. And their sister site, if you don't collect single issues, get the trades at InStockTrades.com. They have been with us since almost the beginning and they have been faithful they have never complained to us and they rarely ever even question our legitimacy (laughs) (laughs) they're a great site they really are they've got good customer service they've got um, uh, easy navigation on their site the best prices they have sales all the time something that we can't even keep up with but they're great fantastic we're also sponsored by community retail partnership you can visit them at crpsavings.com Community Retail Partnership is a discount membership program for all of your purchases through Office Depot and Office Max. For only $39, you can get a lifetime membership, never expires. It's good in any Office Depot, Office Max location, or online. It saves you on everything that they sell um, from 5%, some items all the way up to 80% off. So check them out, crpsavings.com. We're also sponsored by michaelwebsolutions.com. 1B. One B, yep, and that is run by our good friend Darren, who just had a baby last week. Congratulations, Darren! Yeah, they they just had a baby last week, and I didn't even know he was expecting or a girl. Yeah, well, her. Okay, yeah, Harper. 
is her name. Really? And, uh, Darren is the guy who kind of got us kicked off with doing more than just uh, Facebook and a, a podcast. He really um, was a visionary for a lot of stuff that we did. He, Mike Web Solutions does SEO work for all of your internet needs and websites and things like that. So that's kind of how Darren came into play. And so he's a great sponsor of our show as well. So if you need anything done um, concerning a website or SEO work or promotion or marketing, anything like that, uh, even app development, michaelwebsolutions.com. And lastly, themarvelousbox.com. That's one that we're super excited about. Uh, themarvelousbox.com is an offshoot of the M6P.com. And what The Marvelous Box is, is it's a box, uh, a blind box subscription service uh, for $25 a quarter. You'll get over $100 worth of Marvel graphic novels sent right to your door. They aren't crappy titles. They aren't um, beat up and damaged books. They aren't um, from Andy and Jared's used stash, anything like that. Uh, they're all top-notch books um, from Epic Collections and Essentials uh, to to all kinds of good stuff. Uh, we try to collect the best uh, jumping-on points in those uh, in the Marvelous box as well, and uh, keep you very very happy. Uh, we have um, box opening videos filmed by John Coglin on YouTube, so you can check those out if you want to kind of get a feel of what's going to be in the Marvelous box. Uh, but it's definitely something you should check out. Uh, whether it's for yourself or a gift for someone else, you're going to save a ton of money for only 25 That's 100 bucks a year, and you get over $400, probably closer to $500 worth of uh, Marvel graphic novels delivered to your door. Now, do we get first pick of the lot here? What's that now? <laughs> What'd you say now? <laughs> so I just picked up from the store uh, a great deal. Uh, Daniel Way's run of Deadpool, the collection, the complete Deadpool Daniel Way run. Nice. Volumes two and four. So now I am on the hunt for volumes one and three that I don't have to pay thirty four ninety nine for. So if we got them in our stash, these marvelous box folks are out of luck because I'm pulling. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pay thirty four ninety nine for those? Shoot, no. Okay. That's ridiculous. No, no, I paid thirteen bucks. Like Andy. Oh, it's oh, fantastic. An intervention with you. Goodness gracious. No, these, when I saw these, I saw them the other day in mm -hmm. the store. A store that shall remain unnamed. And I went home and I could not stop thinking about it. I was like, I got to go back. I like, they could be gone. They could be not there anymore in someone else's possession. And I'm not a huge Deadpool fan, but I love the Daniel Way run. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I went back and I got them. I started looking for other stuff. I was like, nope, 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 nope. This is what I need. <laughs> I started looking at the uh, the complete collection. I, I don't know what it's called, but of Deadpool. It's up to like volume 15 or something. Oh, I know. Have you seen this? Um, yeah, I'm pulling up my list right now. I have, there's only like one or two I need. Oh, right. uh, hold on. Here's my list. Because the, Deadpools think, are all off, so I must have them all now. You have all those giant ones? Like... I think I stopped collecting at 10, 10 okay. or 11. Because I saw volume 13 and volume 15. And I started looking at these and I was like, oh, it's a, you know, it's Deadpool team up. And I really enjoyed that series. But then it was like, the other one was a bunch of one-offs like Deadpool, like Captain America, who won't get the shield. And it was mm -hmm. Deadpool. And I was like, why in the world are they collecting these? It's crazy. Yeah, a lot of those were some of, they also picked out some of his appearances before he had his solo book. So like when he appeared in, 
uh, Silver Sable and Wild Pack when he made some appearances in the Nomad book, and they kind of put everything together because those are those issues are hard to find. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. even like Deadpool, so I don't even know why I bought all those. <laughs> yeah, wh- I mean, where'd you get them from, if I can ask? Um, well, I go to so many shows, you know, so I'm always got a lookout. I'm always on the lookout for a good deal, and I'm a haggler, and I, I can get I can get a good deal. <laughs> okay, so not directly from Daniel Way is what you're telling me. Oh no, I it, it was like the Joe Kelly stuff. Oh okay, all right. Is is he that wrote uh, that that crossover between Punisher and Deadpool? Like there was one issue in Deadpool, one issue in Punisher. I have no idea where they had to kill each other. No, maybe I that was. I don't believe so. Joe Kelly was the one that did the original Deadpool series. Oh. Oh. Yeah, so that's why I collected those first few, and then I stopped at, like, collect, complete collection 10 or, or 11 or so. Right, yeah. No, when I started looking at those, I was like, this is not what I need. I need these other things, the Daniel Way run. Well, I, I know we have some Deadpool stuff in uh, slated to come out in the next Marvelous box. Ooh, I have to do the old switcheroo. The kids are saying he's popular, so I made sure to get some Deadpool stuff. These kids. These oh. kids. And their Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, I don't so what's going on with you man oh well i mean i was just now we're talking about comics and stuff i'm like andy needs to come and visit <laughs> no that's true i'll be up in it's, april or I, may i'll be up in may what's in may graduation for who for me oh <laughs> i don't know if you do this i was in school for almost two years <laughs> you never mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> No, I guess I didn't realize you would come up for it. Oh, I'm. It's a fine. I like. I have to get this finality. And be well, like, this the... chapter's closed. Well, dude, I had no idea. You gotta let me know when. I make sure the weekend is clear. Okay. I mean, I'll try. It's gonna be. I think. I think the extended family's coming up too. I think my dad is really interested in going up to graduation. So it's. Why? It, I don't know how much time I'll have or anything like that. But seriously, yeah. seriously, are you, are you trying to? Say, you know, I don't think I'll be able to see you. I, my best friend up there, mm, I, mean, I don't know. Not... I don't know if I'm going to have time for you. Mm. Like, what a not cool thing. You <laughs> can go to that pawn shop I got the speaker from. Yes. <laughs> the pawn shop. Well, no, I, I was saying it because I think my comic book room has doubled since I saw you last. So I, oh, you Did you need think... to move more of the stuff I gave you out into the sell pile? It's still here. <laughs> I'll take a picture. <laughs> you know what, though? I was really, I got to i gotta be honest with you. I don't know if you, I'm going to get your Christmas gift to you in time because I cannot figure out what to get you. Like, I started looking around and... You don't have to get me anything. It's, I know, but I, was, I feel bad because I want to get you something and I don't know what to get you because you have this whole room full of stuff. Yeah, Jennifer does the same thing. I was like, honey, really this year? Don't get me a thing because if you knew everything I ordered every week... <laughs> You'd be like, no. <laughs> You're like, this guy doesn't need anything. Yeah, so it ended up, I turned out, I just had to go and buy stuff and not open it and give it to her. And then, like, her family buys it off of us, and then they give it to me at Christmas. And I already know what it is. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's just, gonna you know, when you live in this kind of world, you can get a better deal. Why would you spend, why would you have someone spend more for it, you know? Right, and that's really the problem, though, because if Jackie was like, well... You know, what do you want? And I said, I'm still trying to collect these Marvel novels, you know, these prose novels. Yeah. And instead of her going out and buying them for 15 bucks a piece because they're out of print or I'm like, 
look, go on Amazon. This is where you are. Here, I've already made a list for you. You know, it's, you know, what can exactly. you do? Exactly. Same problem with Jennifer. Ugh, I think maybe Jackie lines. should, like, I should give Jackie my list, and you should give Jennifer your list. Okay. Would that help? What, what would that accomplish? Because then, no, that it would not, no. no. Jackie would give... <laughs> Jackie would give me your list, <laughs> and Jennifer would give you my list. I think we talked. I think we talked about this a long time ago. Doing something like that. Well, I really don't need. I don't really care for surprises, so I'm. Are you? Are you? Stuff. Are you still into The Walking Dead as much as you were last time I saw you? Yeah. Okay, so you're you're all about this the comedian character with the baseball bat. Well, he's not a comedian. Well, he was in Watchmen, right? I didn't watch Watchmen. What? Come on. No, he was in Grey's Anatomy. Uh, I did not watch Grey's Anatomy. But his name is Negan. Negan, yeah. He, have you read any of the comics? Yeah, I bought the, I bought them. <laughs> okay, did you read, like, are you up to where that you guys are in the show? Um. Yes. Okay, so you know what's going to happen? Oh, yeah, I read, I read Walking Dead monthly. Really? As it comes out, because I have to know what's happening. Wow. Look at you. I'm fancy. What can I say? So does Jennifer watch with you? She tries. Yeah. She doesn't always make it. It's pretty but gross. She knows, she knows everything because she, even if she doesn't watch it, she says, I need you to tell me what happens, though. Right. Because she's really, the show is so much about the characters, it's not even about the zombies. Right. Like how, I mean, at this point, they're just so good at killing zombies, then what does it matter, right? Yeah. You're finding out that the bigger threat is the other people around. Oh. You know, because what what, what are you going to do to survive? You, you know, there's no... The moral compasses has kind of flown out the window. Mm. And uh, there's various groups and stuff like that. The the walkers are more so just background yeah. anymore. Yeah. So, mm. Well, so what's going on with you? You're about ready to, to uh, graduate, huh? Uh, in April. I got two more classes after next week. So next week I got this final paper and then two more classes. And then I will have freedom! You're not going to go for your doctorate? Oh my goodness. No, first of all, I'm running <laughs> out of money. <laughs> so that's not going to happen. And secondly, I can't. I mean, dude, I, I got zero time to do anything. I start daydreaming about lists to make uh, of, of what I would do when I would not have school anymore. And I, I don't I don't ever get to make the lists. Oh, well, what are you going to do? After April, what you going to do? I would like to learn Spanish. I would like to catch up on all the comic titles. Like, this is what I figure. It's probably 24 issues, right? Two years. 24 issues of a monthly book. Maybe Spider-Man comes out bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. So, 48. I can do that. I can handle that, you know? Pick a title, catch up. Pick a title, catch up. I'm, I'm, I'm very far behind on a lot of these. I want to know what's going on in Carnage. I would love to read... Uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, maybe even the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Bendis stuff. Um, I'd like to do all that, learn Spanish. I would like to work out, to be honest with you. That's awesome. Yeah. I I feel like I could look better than I do. I, I have a body type that I think could look good. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, uh, <laughs> so you're saying other people's body types, they're just shot. Like, Yeah, no chance. chance. No, good luck. <laughs> But I mean, like, I look at it and I like, you know how like when, (laughs) this is going to sound awful, but when, when you look like, like an artist or a sculptor looks at a a block of marble and they see inside of that and they, they just, it's not like they're, I've heard it described as they're not creating 
the piece of art, they're actually freeing it or discovering it within the marble. It's already there. That's what I feel like with my body. <laughs> wow, this is going to be the one of the clip shows for the next 100 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I get but, what I mean, you're saying. Do it's you agree? Deep. I mean, is that how you, I mean, are you still working out? Oh yeah. Every, every single day. You every, go to the gymnasium every single day? I go to the gym five days a week. And then I have a at-home workout on, on Saturday. And then I have a stretching routine I'm supposed to do on Sunday. Uh, how did you discover like what you needed to do? Uh, I have a trainer. You pay somebody to tell you to hurt yourself? Like, yeah, because I was tired of like banging my head against the wall. I, I was doing everything that I always read to do, and I was eating how I thought I was supposed to do, and I just wasn't. My block of marble was not looking better. So <laughs> I said, this is ridiculous. Because, you know, we're we're getting older. We're not getting younger. And I don't want to finally figure out what I'm supposed to do by the time it's too late, you know? How old are you? I'm 27. That's a lie. That's a, that's well, it a doesn't lie. matter how old I am. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about working out. So wait a minute. So so you do you feel like you look better than the last time I saw you? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you answered that with such confidence. Well, oh, so, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I do. Ton, I've been tons better. Butt off for two years. <laughs> I've been working out for two and a half years. The first six to eight months, I wasn't eating right at all, so it was just a huge waste of time. So, the second year, I my trainer would would talk to me like once every two months. So that didn't do anything. And now I have a trainer that I talk to on a weekly basis and I, and I, you know, I'm getting my money's worth. Can I ask how much this around about costs per however, or no, we're not going to $70 a month. Okay. All right. But my clothes don't fit now. Right. So he, he should really, or she should really pay for that. Well, no, it's not her fault, his fault. But (laughs) I mean, Jennifer just buys like the nicest, coolest, trendiest clothes and now my shoulders and back don't fit in them. <laughs> so, I mean, even popping the collar is not going to help fit you in these clothes? No, like I can't <laughs> I can't cross my arms. <laughs> so, I don't know. Now I'm really I now I don't want to see you when I go up there cause... Oh, dude, I'm not huge. You you probably wouldn't even tell. Like I can't <laughs> even tell until I put a shirt on. Like, dang it. You crack me up. But so, it, like what's what's the end goal? To be shredded. What does that mean? Like a chicken taco? Like, I told my trainer, I said, Spider-Man is is muscular but too thin. The Hulk is muscular but too big. Captain America is just right. Ah, okay, so so like... Captain America is my porridge. So when... when, Good one. So when he's holding the helicopter, that's what you want in Civil War? Honestly, I would be happy if I looked half of that. Okay, all right. But we're talking about you. We're not talking about me. We're talking no. about your marble. <laughs> <laughs> my, my marble. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like uh, I wouldn't mind. I, I would like to be stronger, I guess. So get rid of any body fat I have. And, uh, any? Yeah. Just all of it. <laughs> yeah, just, just all of it. I want to be cold all the time. <laughs> I want to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, is it important to set a goal ahead of time and then, ma- like, once you get that goal, then maintain it? If, if you don't have goals, then you're not working towards anything. Right. But, I mean, like, if your goal is always getting better than what you are now, then you're always working towards something. Well, no, your first goal is lose 10 pounds, you know? You work really hard till you lose those 10 pounds. 
And then after you lose 10 pounds, you say, what's my next goal? I want, you know, thicker arms or a smaller waist or, or a better legs or I want to lose another five pounds. Or, and then you go to that goal. And then once you've cut out the fat, then you work on building up muscle. Or like, you know, you said you want to get stronger. So then you would t- do a strength training program as opposed to like a fat loss program. Because you're I'm trying not, to get strong. I'm not fat, Jared. I'm giving you options. I know you're not fat. <laughs> just, just letting you know. I'm just reminding you. But you could like have you know Consuela on your cassette player teaching you how to speak Spanish while you're lifting. You could kill two birds with one stone. I can't wait. It'd be great. Gracias. <laughs> we'll have to work on your breathing technique. Well, that's the sound of lifting weights. I don't know if you know that. Uh, I mean, I lift every day. I've not heard that sound. <laughs> I must be going to the wrong gym. <laughs> That's the sound of your muscles tearing and mending themselves and becoming better and better. Oh, I gotcha. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> so I finally showed my kids. So- <laughs> <I like that. laughs> We'll have to work on your breathing technique. Well, that's the sound of lifting weights. I don't know if you know that. Uh, I, I mean, I lift every day. I've not heard that sound. <laughs> I must be going to the wrong gym. <laughs> that's the sound of your muscles tearing and mending themselves and becoming better and better. Oh, I gotcha. I'll make a note of that. <laughs> so I finally showed my kids Civil War. The movie? Yes. Okay. They loved it. And it was so good as a father for them to go, Oh, that, that's Scarlet Witch. Oh, that's the Black Panther. Like... <laughs> It was fantastic. And when Deidre, my middle child, was like, when Spider-Man caught Winter Soldier's arm, he's like, oh, you got a robotic arm, dude, that's so cool. She's like, that's how strong he is. I was like, I know, that's what I thought too. (laughs) It was fantastic. That's so cool. Yeah, I bet as a dad you were just like, oh, I've done something right. (laughs) (laughs) Right, yes, right. Yeah, have you read your Bible? Have you prayed? Okay, watch Civil War. I've done finally. I did something right. <laughs> well, but you know, I think the geek in you is like they knew who you know Vision and Falcon were before I told them. You know. Oh, I was so excited for that. It was it was amazing. It was fantastic. That's so cool, man. <laughs> so was that recently? Yes, that was a couple weeks ago. Yep. Are there Marvel movies they've not seen? Yes. Yeah. There's there's plenty that they haven't seen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what have they seen? Um, they they love Winter Soldier, which is super violent, a lot of guns, but for some reason it's okay in my house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've seen parts of Hulk, like the first half, and uh, some of the Amazing Spider-Man first one and then i think the green goblin the first one with toby Maguire. Mm. so of all these new ones they really haven't seen that many okay yeah and why is that i think when they came out they were just a little bit young when they started coming out right 2008 my oldest is born in 2005 um so now they're to the point where civil war is good you know ant-man has a lot of profanity but i think they would have fun with it they could handle hulk now but a lot of those to be honest with you now some of those that they could see they i don't own them gotcha so we're you know looking forward instead of looking back so i see so they need to come to uncle jared's house and have a marathon that's exactly what i'm telling you that's exact you need to babysit them well no what i'm thinking is we just plop them downstairs in front of the blu-ray Lay out all the Blu-rays for them, and you and I can play up in the comic book room. 
<laughs> that sounds good. And, and Jackie and Jennifer can, like, bake us cookies and stuff. Right, because they're women, and that's what they do. Is that what you mean? <laughs> Jennifer, I don't think anybody knows how to use the oven. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe she microwaves the cookies. So this is what I'm getting for Christmas. I am getting a Blu-ray player that is not a hand-me-down. It's my first new Blu-ray player. Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm looking forward to it because some of these new discs, they don't work well in my old one. And also, it it does this the whole time. <laughs> now, so, that's what it sounds like to lift weights. <laughs> right, that's lifting weights really fast. Yeah, like <laughs> when you're doing a drop set, you just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I'm also getting a sound bar for the TV. I don't know if you have sound on your TV. <laughs> yes, we have sound. We, we've upgraded from the closed captioning to sound. You, this is what we use on ours is the... It's an iPhone or an iPod uh, speaker dock. That's that's what we use for our TV sound right now. Oh, I don't understand technology. <laughs> what does that even mean? What do you mean? Like, I don't know what this... this An iPod speaker dock where you put an iPod on the speaker and it plays music? Yeah, but how do you get the speaker, like, to connect to your TV? Oh, it's just like, it has an input in the back. See, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? I'm so dumb at technology. I just don't understand it. I think that's so funny because, like, back in the day, people would say that social media is technology, and you got that figured out. Yeah, I I got that, but I have to have my brother-in-law come down and hook up stuff. (laughs) I just don't. I just need to call someone to fix stuff and do things. I don't get it. (laughs) How how was your Thanksgiving? I forgot to ask you. Oh, it was good. We went shopping. (laughs) <laughs> did you like on the black friday craze thing well yeah all the deals start on thanksgiving so that's when we went <laughs> i thought you were hanging out with jennifer's family well yeah we go and have dinner for a few hours and then we um lay out all the ads on the floor and then people go out <laughs> what did you get that was good <sighs> okay you would be the only one that would probably understand this <laughs> okay okay i'm with you but walmart had an exclusive Marvel coloring book. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm there, yes. And I needed it, so right, I got obviously. two. <laughs> okay, one to color, one to keep. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uncomplete one, this is the complete one. <laughs> For real. Like, this one I can redesign their costumes and colors I want and make everyone look like Storm. And, and then um, we stood in line for Blu-rays and DVDs uh, but the line was so far back that uh, they didn't have. I wanted Civil War on Blu-ray. So it was only ten bucks, and they were sold out. So the next day, I went to a different Walmart to their return bin and found Civil War and got it for ten bucks. Hey, nice, good thinking. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> How was yours? Did you it went was, to um, Pop Pops, right? Bon Bon and Pop Pops. Yep. Uh, it was nearly perfect. It was. It was great. It was relaxing. I didn't think about work at all, and then I just sat there and ate a bunch of food. It was fantastic. Was it? Did um, Mark and Becky come? Yes, Mark's family was there, and Becky's family was there as well. Abby was off in wherever she is. Mm. Abby, I forget. She's like the forgotten Kirby child. Well, to you, well, to, to all, to all of us. Let's be honest. Isn't she in Texas? She is in. North Carolina? One of the Carolinas. Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Off yeah. with her family. She's We're got not... a million kids. So. Does she really? She's got three. She's got three kids. Three a million. 
Same thing, right? It's very close. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, we're not friends on Facebook, so I don't really know her. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Me neither. I'm not friends with her on Facebook either. Yeah, you're not friends with me on Facebook. I thought I was. I don't know. I lost all my login credentials. I'm fine. I'm <laughs> no, Scott was so so nice. Scott Jimenez, he was wishing us, you know, uh, congratulations on our 100th episode. And he said, uh, congratulations to Jared Mayo and the Andy Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's fantastic. That's what I needed. So you didn't go shopping then? No, no. Are you British all of a sudden? Oh, I did shopping I, then. Oh, I tousled my hair when I said it. It must have <laughs> came out English. So you didn't go shopping then? Sorry, I'm growing out my hair too, so it'll probably be longer when I see you. For what? Like you're trying to be like the '90s Superman? Um, more like Tommy the Green Power Ranger. <laughs> that guy, he is <laughs> he is big. He's he's got lots of tats. He's a big dude. That one that he has right there on the forearm, I'm pointing right now. You can't see it. And he says, Jesus never tapped out. I think yeah. that's great. Jesus never doesn't tap. Jesus didn't tap. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry I, that I, I missed, didn't know what his tattoo that's was. A, that's okay. He Remember he said hello to me in St. Louis. I do remember he that, yes. He walked to my booth and he said, hey, buddy. I'm like, hey, buddy. Andy's going to be jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was a little flustered. <laughs> did you? You had that little man. When I met when I met uh, Adam Curry, uh, the the MTV VJ guy. Yes, I have a picture of that. Yes, I didn't think I would be flustered at all, but I did get a little starstruck. I was I was a little embarrassed. It's okay. I'm sure they're used to it. You know. Probably, probably. And we're like in control of it. They've probably met others that you know flip out. You know. Um, when I met those wrestling twins, <laughs> I did not have <laughs> the wrestling twins. Yeah, remember there was a at Wizard World New Orleans. I had I, I got to meet those wrestling twins and asked them if they could do an intro to the podcast. Oh, vaguely. Yes, yeah, and they said no. You have to buy one of these sexy pictures. Yes, and, I remember now. And I said, "There's no, I, I there's no, I'm not going to buy these. I'm not going to use them or put them anywhere. And my wife wouldn't appreciate them. And they were like, even this one. And it was them like in bikinis, cooking muffins, baking muffins, <laughs> like, and like licking frosting off each other's noses and their sisters. Awesome. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, no. And they're like, sorry, we can't actually, they weren't like that. Their, their agent or whoever was there was like, sorry, they can't record an intro to your podcast. I was like, all right, all right. This is a better story anyway. Yeah, it was. That's good. <laughs> That's my favorite. So did you see Doctor Strange? I did. And I, I've not seen it again, and I feel like an awful person. Why? Because I need to see it a couple times. Why? Oh, because you just... Oh, I found the picture. Andy <laughs> with Adam Curry. Oh, he's great. He's got his tousled blonde hair and his glasses. He's a He's a giant dude. Yeah, you look very little. He's like 6'8", six, 6'7", six, something like that. Is he really? Yeah. What are you, 6'1"? No, uh-uh. No, I'm like... 5'8"? Five, 5'11". Five, five, yeah, it's okay. Tell everybody. 5'4". Five, 5'11". Five oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I saw Doctor Strange. I loved it. I love that. Okay, what so... What did you think? I have several questions for you. Wait, you didn't tell me if you liked it. <clears throat> no, I can't tell you yet. What? Well... In the ranking, what does it fall next to? 
So don't give me the whole order. Just say, you know what? It was above. Uh, I have to see it again. No. I have to see every Marvel movie a couple times before I can put it in a spot. No, no, yeah. your first impressions. First it, was, impressions. it was the same with Ant Man. The first time I saw Ant Man, I fell asleep, like in the theater. And then I watched it again. Like I watched it again. I bought it. I'm like oh, so much better. Awake. <laughs> I fell asleep, so therefore I'm gonna have to buy it. Is that what I heard? Well, no, no, because it's a MCU movie. I'm gonna buy it. Uh, oh, I see. I see. So you have all the Shield Agents of Shield seasons. Did you hear what I said? I said MCU movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so tell me, first impressions. Where does it where does it land? Just 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 humor me. Oh, it's definitely above Iron Man three. <laughs> okay. Well, what is it below? Like, what is it? Where is it nested? It hasn't nested yet. It's still flying around. <laughs> it hasn't come home to roost. No, it's. I mean, I've I've liked. Almost all the only Marvel movie I haven't really liked is Iron Man three. I've liked even like the the Hulk movie. I I think the Hulk movie is really good. I like it. A lot of people just don't think it's that great. A lot of people think Iron Man one is just fantastic. I think it's good. You know? Everybody knows that Iron Man two is the be- better film. It's better than three. <laughs> three was just a crapshoot. <laughs> but I liked I liked it. Uh, I like that they did some name dropping, and and I liked, uh, I loved the effects. I thought the effects just looked—they're the most realistic movie effects I'd, I'd ever seen. Uh, you know, when when the Ancient One first smacks his astral form out of him, and he's flying through all the various dimensions and stuff, I could have gone home home after that. I was just you, blown away. You think that that's the most realistic? Yeah, it looked real to me. Looked like Casper the Ghost. Oh god. No, you... not when he gets knocked out. I mean, when he's flying through all those dimensions and stuff. When he's running on the side of the building. When he's got those hands that then have fingers coming out of the fingers out of the fingers. Yeah, I thought that was good. It they, they did well there. so trippy and real. So, overall story and everything, how'd that do for you? Great. I, I would give it probably an A. You know, um, B plus, A. What is that in numbers? Like a 1 to 10 scale? Is that like a 9 and a 10? Yeah, it was probably a 9. Really? I, I sense that you did not enjoy it as much. No, it's like a solid 5. Oh, Andy, what did you not enjoy? Well, I just meant it was very mediocre. The story wasn't anything special. It was straightforward, no twists and turns, and uh, you know, a little bit of fighting, a little bit of magic, and then let's throw all these visual effects in for almost no reason, and, and that's it. Okay. But, I mean... The the character was, there wasn't that much apparent character growth. He's arrogant. He's angry. He's less angry now. Uh, but there wasn't much transition. Um, I don't know. I mean, it just wasn't compelling. All right, I'll give it an eight. <laughs> you do raise some good points. Well, <clears throat> one of the things that did bother me, and Jackie pointed this out to me, she said, you just don't like this because you like this other movie. So you, you've seen Inception? No. Okay. So in that movie, there's cities that fold on themselves, sort of like this movie. Yeah, I remember the trailer. Okay. All right. And there's, you know, gravity shifts and tumbling and stuff like that. Well, that all really interacted with the plot. It wasn't just the setting. It was, why are these things acting this way? And I didn't feel like that in this movie. I know there's, like, lines that say... 
oh, this is a mirror universe, so that's why we can do whatever we want. But to me, that just means that's why this isn't a big deal to everybody else, because nobody can see it, you know? Okay. Did you see the Star Trek films, the new ones? I saw the first one with the okay. traveling Spock. Yes. I'm now, so confused. <laughs> the... <laughs> The music was the same guy that did the Star Trek films as this one, and it mm-hmm. sounded like I was watching Star Trek the whole time. It was like the same note progressions and tune, like the same melody. I don't know. I just very distracting. You, do you, do you think you went into it wanting to like the movie? Um, I went into it not excited to see it, but thought I was going to like it. And why were you? Well, so do you think that that might have had some? Something to do with your thoughts on it? Because I thought I was going to like it. I didn't. Because you weren't really excited about it? Um, maybe. But I wasn't really excited about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I thought that was a hoot. Okay. So, and actually, I wasn't excited about Thor, and I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, Thor. A lot of people hate on Thor, but I was the same way. I was kind of like, eh, let's go see Thor. Holy cow, this movie's great. <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited to see Captain America 1, but then I was I was kind of let down. Uh-huh. So see, we're, we're tracking. We're on the same page. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't think Doctor Strange had the same amount of hype behind it. You know, I would be, you know, I'm much more excited to see Black Panther or Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes. Or Infinity War over Doctor Strange. But now that I have seen Doctor Strange, I am excited to see what happens with him next. I thought the comedy was off, too. Like, the timing of the, the lines that were supposed to be funny, I didn't think they were all that funny. They, he didn't deliver them that well. Mm. Did um, you stay for the after scenes? Yes, I thought that the last scene was probably one of the best scenes with him as Doctor Strange. Because of the gloves? <laughs> no, not because of the gloves. <laughs> because he was, I guess because he was who he is in the comics. Like, he's smart out. Like, he wasn't angry anymore. You know what I mean? Like, he was, he had we skipped that transition of him dealing with his anger. Like all of a sudden he would have been angry the entire time. And then there wasn't a meaningful climax where he was not angry anymore. And then we went to the end credit scene and he was like, Oh, okay. If I do this, you'll get out of, you'll get off of earth. All right. I'm there. Are you doing origami? I keep hearing you fold papers. Oh no. Uh Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Brushing the dust off my screen. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize it was audible. It sounds it sounds a lot like uh, making swans. I was lifting. <laughs> I was lifting. Yeah, that's what it was. I got you. What did you think about the ancient one? The character, the actress. Sure. She did all right. Um, nothing too special. She was just kind of there. Now, for me, she kind of stole the movie, I thought. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. She was a very intriguing character to me. Just her past and then how we find out how she really was gaining her powers, uh, her fight scenes. I was really impressed by uh, Tilda Swanson's performance, and I wanted to see more of her, and then she went and died. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of wondering, like, if she had imagined all different realities and they all end at that point, I was, I just, that didn't make sense to me, like... If she imagined everything and she knew that she was going to get stabbed, shouldn't couldn't she have, like, stepped to the left or something? Well, I mean, you have to do what the cha-cha slide is telling you. <laughs> I know I do. If it doesn't say to the left <laughs> or reverse, you're... No, anyway, that, that's, that's all. I mean, I thought that the... 
I thought that it was interesting how they did Dormammu. I liked him. I liked how he just kept putting them in that infinite loop. <laughs> I thought that was cool. I thought that was a great idea. And the guy finally, you know, he gave in because he was tired of it. I would have preferred to see the classic Dormammu. He kind of had the same face stuff. He was just huge, you know? It was kind of psychedelic. I was looking more for the head on fire in a purple jumper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I was kind of looking for. Oh, that's a but shame. It's okay. Yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to see it again, though. In the theaters? Yeah, because Jennifer hasn't got to see it yet. Oh, I see. Because I was out of town when I went to go see it, so she wasn't going to go to a Marvel movie by herself. Nah, right, yeah. Can't trust those fans. Well, she just would, you know, it's different. She likes to see him with me. I like to see him with her, gauge each other's reaction. She can ask me a question, stuff like that. Yeah, this is one Jackie said, I am not interested in seeing this at all. So did so. she not go? Nope. Mm. Nope. I thought it was so. going to be scarier, to be honest with you. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I did not get that impression going in. Well, no. Kevin Feige did an interview where he said, this is going to be our version of a horror movie. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. But he, no, it didn't, it didn't have any elements of a horror movie. He's, no. Uh-uh. No. He said, you know, we try and do each Marvel movie in a different genre. Spy thriller. Comedy. Action horror and this was their first horror movie like eh, keep trying the the i i didn't understand mordo like why he it didn't make sense why he did a 180 did, did it's pretty abrupt to, yeah i mean you would think that he would i mean i know it was just the mid-credit scene but you would think that he would be struggling with this kind of like winter soldier was struggling with it and then he still went into hiding he didn't say oh i'm a good guy now you know yeah. he went into hiding he said I'm, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with this i got you know i can't trust myself but he goes and he kills that guy right away yeah i thought he was gonna be somebody important but nope just benjamin bratt so do you think you'll see it again <laughs> no uh-uh, no will in it the be theater? the first blu-ray you'll watch in your new blu-ray player I can't wait. No, that's probably going to be uh, Winter Soldier, let's be honest. That movie's fantastic. <laughs> that movie's fantastic. I, I was in that one. I do agree. <laughs> I thought you were in something called Freezer Burn. Well, yeah, that was for Avengers. But then I was also in Winter Soldier. Freezer Burn wasn't for Avengers. Freezer Burn was called Avengers. Oh, yeah, Freezer Burn was Winter Soldier. Group Hug was Avengers. <laughs> right. <laughs> and the, Yeah, Group Hug was Avengers. Right, right, that one, that one. That's the one with the Uno cards. That's my favorite. Yes, I just, I've been in so many, I forget. Where you throw the Uno cards. Have you done any more stand-in stuff for, uh, what's his name, uh, John Travolta? <laughs> no, that movie went straight to Amazon, though. That was pretty exciting. Did it? Yep. Didn't even come out in the theaters? Nope, it went to Amazon and DVD. Wow, look at you. Yeah, but I'm like, a John Travolta movie? You'd think you'd have some sort of release. Yeah. Hmm. originally hmm. it was supposed to be nick cage and he bailed <laughs> he was like this is too bad for even me <laughs> yeah so john Travolta's off. like, i'll take it <laughs> oh speaking of nick cage are you watching agents of shield no oh, okay never mind what? what tell me tell me well because ghost rider's in it oh yes reyes right yeah robbie reyes and last night was the winter finale oh how was it what's going on are they done with the inhumans um they're they're still doing stuff with the inhumans like uh the leader of shield is an inhuman well he says he's an inhuman but we don't know shield is still around shield is back now oh. they had been acting covertly and now they're back 
when they got rid of Victoria Hand, I was like, I'm out. Oh, she was great. I she was she was fantastic. Get rid of the non-comic characters. The few comic characters you have, don't get rid of them. Right. Yeah, that was terrible. Oh, she was so good in the comics. I was waiting for her to just keep going with the. You know, she could still be a villain slash good person now. Oh, I'm I'm still halfway through uh, Jessica Jones. Struggle for you. Episode five. Did you do Luke Cage? I did. I okay. enjoyed it. I couldn't remember if we talked about that or not. Yeah, we did. Yep. Yeah. 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 So you're on episode five of Jessica Jones. Something like that. Yeah. It's not as hard as I thought it was going to be. It's just hard to find the time. Mm-hmm. Well, when you're trying to learn Spanish and working out, maybe shoot. you should watch Jessica Jones with Spanish subtitles. Yeah, that might help everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That could be a new thing. Well, uh, why don't we? Um, I want to transition. I want to talk about the comics, but why don't you tell me some of the news? I mean, uh, before we get into the comics, um, I'm looking at the agenda here. We we kind of did a look back over the hundred episodes. Do you want to go into that, or do you want to kind of tell me about? what you thought about the teaser trailer for guardians of the galaxy volume two and any of the spider-man homecoming news and any of the comic news what do, I, what do, what do you want to do i just want i want you to tell me your worst segments from the past 100 episodes <laughs> that i've come up with that i've participated in whatever you want i'll tell you one that did not work <laughs> okay the you would you refused to play along <laughs> with a character thing. I think we did Charles and Magneto one uh, time, and it was it, it did not turn out the way I wanted it, it to. It was so dreadful. It was great. It could have been great. Andy. It, it could have been great. It had so much potential. Uh, yeah. I, but I was like, this Jared guy, he, he can't act. He's in these movies, but he, <laughs> he can't act. Because he felt so stupid. You're Michael Fassbender's uh, body man, right? No, Body Michael Fassbender, the guy from Oz, whatever his name was. He was on uh, L.A. Law. No, Law and Order. Law and Order. Yeah. I'm just, I'm telling, I just think it's amazing that you were like, I can't get into this at all. Uh, it was, it felt stupid. <laughs> it, it felt stupid. <laughs> well, that's all what right, I you... wrote for my worst part, my worst segment as well. Oh, okay. Make right. me act like another character. <laughs> what about your best segment? Oh, I thought the Tina Awards are awesome. I mean, obviously. No, I actually do like those a lot. I like and that was your time. idea. Do you remember? No. Because I said there was, you know, we should do something where, like, we pick out uh, some part of a comic and it goes along with this song called Spotlight by Jennifer Hudson. And... We where we'd like put a shine a spotlight on this, and then we can play that little tagline or whatever. Yeah, like, okay, okay, and because that's how you talk, and, and <laughs> like a muppet, got yeah. it. <laughs> and uh, then the next time we talked or whatever, you said, "Well, let, why don't we do Tina Awards instead? We'll like do a combination since you like Tina. We kind of incorporate that, and we'll do awards based on stuff as opposed to just a spotlight." And then I was like, "Okay, okay, okay," <laughs> <laughs> right? Because that's how you talk. <laughs> so good idea, Andy. Oh, thanks, thanks. Uh, <laughs> um, what do you? Uh, what did you learn about me over the past hundred episodes? What didn't I learn about you? Like, really? That's that's what kind of what I was talking about at the beginning of the show was. You know, uh, we started off the show as acquaintances. I mean, you, you, and your wife Jackie are the reason that Jennifer and I are together, and so that was a huge thing after we went on our first date at Cedarville. 
but we never, you know, after that first date, we never doubled when we didn't go out on a double date. We didn't ever hang out casually, like ever. It was just that one time. And, you know, if I see on campus or whatever, it's like, hey, there's Andy, you know, that <laughs> it was even almost less of an acquaintance. You know, it was just I know who this person is. So seven years ago when we started the segment, like it was building it was almost like building a relationship with a stranger. I, I didn't really know anything about you. I knew that you were a believer. And I knew I knew more about Jackie than I knew about you because I was in class with Jackie. So I, I feel like I've learned a ton of stuff. <laughs> you know what? You know, you've become you know uh, like a super close friend, almost like a, a brother in many ways. In that I can talk super deep with. There aren't many people I can talk very deep with, but you're one of those people that I can. But then we can also talk about, you know, sharks and ice cream and 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 <laughs> sharks and ice cream. Like stupid stuff. You're, I knew just, that was I knew that was going to come up. Nobody else I know would prob would drive 14 hours to my house and then another 5 to audition for a Spider-Man commercial that we didn't know anything about and then jump back in the car, drive back home another 19 hours. <laughs> I was <laughs> Jackie when I when I remember telling Jackie, you know, <laughs> Jared told me that he's gonna do this he uh he thought i should too <laughs> he was like and then she said i guess, i mean i guess you could right you got time i was like really really <laughs> <laughs> hey it's gonna happen man i'll see you this weekend <laughs> no I, that was good yeah that was a shocker like that kind of thing like that's what tight friends do you know yeah. i don't even think i'd want to do that for my family like uh 14 hours in the car <laughs> <laughs> yeah i haven't seen my grandparents in 10 years <laughs> <laughs> oh and you know from I, that we've even gone into business with each other you know we've done we've built friendship uh strong enough that we can trust each other with our money and with business so i think i think we've learned a lot about each other yeah i think so too i think so too it's been fun uh I like uh, I like your questions, John, with Jared and uh, Ask Andy. I think those are fun. Um, the the summary the the summary of the uh, the comics is probably one of the things that's like okay, okay, let's 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 get to this. But you know, I think catching up is probably my favorite segment. Just like, hey, what's going on with you? And then like we try to throw in the comic stuff like when it comes up because there's no one else. I have no one else I can sit and talk to about this stuff. Right. You know. There's a couple people here at the office that I can sit and talk to, and but it's it's weird. It's like there's there's fraternizing, you know. Like I can't. It's 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 strange. It's strange because a lot of them are lower level employees that I can't just hang out with. I know that sounds ridiculous. That sounds stupid. Well, but, they're listening, so. <laughs> right, right. Well, what I mean is like I cannot be perceived as showing favoritism. Sure. And so that, that makes it very difficult for me to get a good friend. Like you kind of have to have friends on the same level as you so that you're not showing favoritism and all this stuff. Like we gotta, we gotta do these merit-based raises. Like I have to, I have to hand out 17 of these things and I have to rank people and everything and I can't have favorites, you know? Yeah. So anyway, you're, you're somebody that I can, I can talk to and it's, it's not weird. And, uh, we do talk about like off air. I remember there have been. There have been many times after the show that we sit on Skype and we talk about like personal stuff that we really can't share. And uh, I mean, it's 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 really helped me out. I remember I remember around show uh, 
35 like um the it's called the burden of children and we were kind of joking about it in the show and just how hard it was with family life and the kids and making sure that everybody gets enough attention and everything and everybody's so needy and that's right around where uh ellie had to go to the hospital for her toe and everything and Mm. i really i mean i talked to you after that and uh you told me later i mean i told you it really meant a lot to me you said you know I didn't realize how big of a burden. And I said, man, when you, when you talked to me about it, it was, it helped out tremendously. And so, you know, I think that that goes to show how close we've become and and what this show is, you know? No, without a doubt. So no. And, and yeah, because, uh, you know, you and I text back and forth every day. We text back and forth, but talking and you hate talking on the phone. So in case you, listeners, if you don't know that Andy just, he won't even answer it sometimes unless his mind can deem it that you must want something important. <laughs> so this is kind of like the time when I get to even talk with you and it's, I, I got to trick you by talking about comics. Right. <laughs> if I ever answer the phone, you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? <laughs> everybody's still alive but (laughs) that's funny all right so what am i missing man what's going on in uh, comic book news all right well it it probably won't be news by the time we get this episode out okay another shot okay good (laughs) (laughs) uh marvel has announced a line of x-men books um under the resurrection banner uh they've announced cable weapon x X x-men gold x-men blue gene gray Iceman, and Generation X. Interesting lineup. What are your thoughts? Well, I've had lots of time to process this. Is this news to you, or did you know about this? I knew about X-Men Gold and X-Men Blue. I knew about Iceman, but I did not know about Cable and Generation X and Jean Grey. And Weapon X? Uh, I think maybe I did know about that one. Okay. Initially, when they first announced the titles and the promo pictures... Super jacked. Couldn't couldn't wait. Like this was the '90s X-Men that I've been waiting for. Then I saw the official covers and the taglines, and I jumped out the window. What does that mean? Happy? Not happy? Uh, from the 80th floor. I don't. Oh, to kill yourself? Yes, it was just not good. Mm-hmm. It's just these titles. You know, see, seeing what they're about and who's in them. Boring snoring. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. No, I mean, I, Cable just, they announced today Cable's going to be, he's trying to fix time. Somebody's traveling through the past and messing up time, and Cable's got to try and fix it. I feel like I've read that story 80 times. You know, each story of that building, I was reading about Cable trying to fix time, you know. Um, Weapon X is about a team, you know, Old Man Logan, Sabretooth, Warpath, uh, Lady Deathstrike that looks like the Fox movie. Uh, mm. They're trying they're at the working against the weapon x people the weapon x people are trying to exterminate mutants well don't they need to get in line aren't there like 30 other groups exterminating mutants right now this is this seems kind of redundant right uh x-men gold is a team with storm and nightcrawler on it but led by kitty pride what Uh, x-men blue is still those kids from the past (laughs) Uh, they're still here and they're being tutored by magneto and led by gene gray oh interesting uh the gene gray book the phoenix has returned and what will this young gene gray do with the phoenix 
Hmm. I'm looking here. Weapon X is by Greg Park. Yeah, Greg Park and Greg Lynn. Yeah, that's not bad. This should be okay. I just feel like that's another group of people trying to exterminate mutants. Uh, yeah. Also, I'm excited about that is that Warpath and Domino are in it. Yes, yes. Uh, Iceman is going to focus on the grown-up Iceman. They didn't really talk about much, um, but they did say that it will deal with his homosexuality and dealing with one of his past girlfriends. You know, Wait, it did say that or it didn't say that? It did say that. Ah. Now, whether that's going to be the whole focus, I don't know. Um, but I wouldn't pick up any other solo title that's going to focus on someone's heterosexuality and their ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Like, so, I, like, why would you treat it special? Yeah, I'm not trying to treat it. It has nothing to do with that angle. I want to read an Iceman title, you know, show me something with him fighting back, you know, an action-packed Iceman title. What warrants him having a solo other than a social decision that he's that has been made by Marvel? You know, that the right. writer has decided to make him gay. Like, I, I, I don't want somebody's sexuality to be the, the prop for them to get a solo book. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it, yeah. There's no hate on it at all. It just, to me, it seems odd. And then Generation X is going to be uh, about a, some of the different uh, youngster mutants at the new school in New York City, led by Jubilee. Yeah, I was looking at that now. That looks awful. <laughs> like the Jubilee leads Omega Boy and I Boy and the chick with tree out of her head and. <laughs> Right, nature girl, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, come on. Don't you build me up thinking I'm going to get penance and chamber and skin back or something. So there's a new Secret Warriors title too? Yeah, that's going to be on the Inhuman side with with uh, Ms. Marvel and Quake. and I, I think uh, either Triton or Karnak is in that. Uh, yeah. What, do you, what are your impressions about these books? Not good. Uh, I'm looking at these... Man, it, you're right. They 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 don't look good. I was I was excited when I heard the blue and gold thing because I thought you know maybe we're getting back. I mean I, the cable one, I could do. It's Robinson. He's all right. Um, but looking at the art and see, I just don't care about the Inhumans at all. And Weapon X looks okay, but the gold and the the Jean Grey does not look okay. Yeah, and and Gene is drawn by uh, Victor uh, Ibinez, who drew the Storm solo, who I liked. Uh, and but he commented on Facebook. He said I had no um, no say in her her costume. That was not her designed look. by me. Ah, that poor guy. <laughs> yeah, this Generation X book looks terrible. Yeah, I really think that's going to be the worst one out of all of them. And I hope yeah. I'm wrong. I mean, Quentin Quire maybe, but. And maybe Jubilee, but but no one else. I mean, that's your Wolverine, the X Men, right there. Yeah. You know? Who who demanded a book starring Eye Boy? Right. Yeah. It looks like this X Men Gold team is is kind of where you want to be here. I think so. X Men Blue, though, that's well, it's Bun, so that's good. Except he 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 doesn't do super good work on a team book. But he'll be he'll be writing Magneto, I guess. So. Right. So maybe, and, maybe he'll just focus on Magneto. See, this is the original team. Iceman, Angel, Jean Grey, Scott, and the and the Beast. Interesting. Yeah, I said it's the it's the kids. It's the, the kids from the past with Magneto tutoring them. 
So you kind of get the old team and the new team, huh? Because this gold, isn't that the, like, the... And it's Guggenheim. Interesting. But even looking at the gold team, uh, it's a throwback to kind of the 70s right, roster. Right, yeah. yeah. Which is cool, and that's fine. It, it just seems odd that, you know, when Cyclops or Storm uh, or Captain America or Mr. Fantastic, when they're on a team, they're the leader. So it just seems very odd that Jean Grey and Shadowcat are the leader. Not Jean. Jean Grey. Oh, Jean Grey, you mean on the other book. Yeah. Well, Shadowcat, isn't she some sort of, ent- like, cosmic entity? Shadow. Oh, yeah, she is, isn't she? Yeah, like, isn't that happening in the, in the gate thing, or the... I forgot she went through the Black Vortex. Yes, yes, the Black Vortex. But, you know, I haven't been reading Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know if anything's changed, to be honest with you. Yes. Hmm. Have you? No. No. That's not one of Bendis's good, you know really good books it's not solid but i mean i do know that they're stranded on earth because their ship got destroyed during civil war ii and there's no other possible way they could get out to space no what does it all mean all right well enough about that you saw the logan trailer i did that's that's very old news but yeah yes i just i'm I'm super excited for it i think that that's going to be fantastic because we we talked about you know any any movie or trailer that you put to hurt by johnny cash instant classic wait a minute we already talked about this we did what <sighs> never mind but did you watch the spider-man sneak pre- preview trailer today i no, i did not andy andy elizabeth i didn't even know it was is that it came out it's only six seconds like six to ten seconds are you serious but the real trailer will be out tomorrow night during jimmy kimmel oh why is this kimmel guy get it? i did s- I did see Guardians of the Galaxy teaser. I thought that was really good. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. I, Jennifer just flipped out over Baby Groot. I thought that they took the comedy aspect. They're probably taking a little bit more. You know, it worked out well for them. And so they're like, you know what? We're, we're going. We're doing this again. But they're, they're going even further. Yeah. Yeah, this one might be a bit slapsticky. Well, I th- I'm okay with that, though. We'll see. So tell me how, about the Spider-Man thing. How's it look? Do you want me to spoil it for you? Yeah, man. He has his under armpit webs. I had heard that already, yes. And he, he glides over a helicopter. <laughs> and Happy Hogan is in it. Yeah. Yeah. John Favreau. That's good. I, I like him a lot. Yeah. I like him a lot. So tomorrow night, about an hour, two hours from now, we'll have the full trailer. Oh, this would be awesome. When is that coming out? Oh, Andy. Um... Either May or July, because Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man Homecoming are sharing those two. Oh, all right. So I can't so, remember which one. So what's the lineup, though? I mean, when's Ragnarok coming out? That's in November. Yeah, right. Jennifer and I tried out for, well, we tried to try out for Black Panther. Did I tell you that? No. Uh-uh. Um, but since it's in Africa, they were only casting black people. That's racist and geographicist. <sighs> And then we tried to try out for Spider-Man Homecoming, but you had to be under 25. That's ageist! Yeah. And, you know, being 27, I'm like, two years, so close. Right, yeah. And you don't lie. But we do have a friend whose husband went to high school with the Russo brothers. What? What is this now? The Russo brothers are the directors of Avengers 3 and 4. I know who they are. Keep talking. Yes, yes. And when the Russo brothers... um come to this certain town 
they stay with my friend and her husband because that's how close they were in high school and stuff. So she is no. trying to get me and Jennifer spots on Avengers 3 and 4. Are you serious? Because we missed the audition. <laughs> oh. Oh. We're fools. How did you miss it? Uh, I thought there was going to be an announcement about it, and it was kind of uh, hush, hush. a quiet announcement. And so I was like, hmm, I haven't heard anything yet. So I went searching, and they're like, yeah, it was two months ago. <laughs> oh. So I don't know if she can do anything or not, but I appreciate her trying. Okay. All right. So um, in other news, uh, Luke Cage has been renewed for a second season, officially. Good. Uh, the Inhumans, have you heard about their new TV show? No. The Inhumans will be getting their own TV show on ABC next fall. Not, not going to watch it. Okay. Well, listen. Okay. The tagline says the Inhumans, this show will follow uh, the story of Black Bolt and his royal family. Hmm. What about Legion? Are you into that? Well, I'm not done. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the first two episodes are going to be shot with IMAX cameras. And they're going to debut on IMAX screens and movie theaters two weeks before they debut on TV. What? Why? That's weird. So it'll be like um, an Inhumans mini movie with Black Bolt, Medusa. Like, it's going to be the main Inhumans. It's not going to be, you know, these silly ones that they've created the past year or two. Um, but it's still going to be an ABC TV show? Yeah, but it's only going to be eight episodes. And the first two will be on IMAX in, in the movie theaters. And then they'll show on TV but with um, extra scenes and stuff, so there's an incentive to watch it. Hmm. Interesting. I'm up for this. I mean, if you're going to give me the real Marvel characters, that's what I want to watch. Right. I assume yeah. that when they did this Inhumans, it was going to be some of these loser <laughs> Inhumans characters from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Undecided. I had to see. I, I mean, hopefully it comes out with trailers and stuff. Yeah, I'm thinking, you know, Medusa's hair in IMAX is going to be good. I mean, her hair that big, it's great. <laughs> Just flying at you. No, That's the so Legion funny. thing, I don't think I'm going to watch Legion, are you? Um, I don't have any channels, so. <laughs> why Why you have no channels? <laughs> All I got is the Netflix. Oh, why don't you just get bunny ears? Eh, there's not that much I'm going to watch. And I get excuses like this. Well, I can't because I don't have channels. Andy. Do you have Hulu? Nope. Just Netflix. Yep. Man, your kids are missing out on stuff. So many commercials that they could be seeing. Yeah. Ugh, why? I know, like, there's not going to be any toys that they're trying to get. I know. Because they're homeschooled, too. Oh, secluded. <laughs> <laughs> Living off the grid. <laughs> With my buddies and my solar panels. <laughs> All right, let's jump into these comics, man. All right. Events. This is what this is what I've been waiting for. All right, so which ones you want to tackle first? We're gonna do Inhumans versus X Men Zero. We're gonna do Thanos one and Venom one. Oh yeah. Now these reviews are very quick. I mean, these summaries are very quick. Yes. You mean you mean which one do you want? You want IVX? Um, I know I don't want to do Venom, so. <laughs> okay, I'll do Venom. All right. All right. Let's let's do this. All right. First of all, Venom number one. 
by Costa, Mike Costa and Sandoval. Gerardo Sandoval is the artist. And uh, this is about the Venom symbiote. And this cover is really fun. It's really good. I really like it. Uh, I think it's great. When I saw this cover, I was all about it. I was super excited. It's got, for those of you that can't see it, it's got Venom with the extended jaw. It's got the tongue. It's got the spit, but it's also got the muscles and everything. And it's got the eyes. It's kind of a more of a streamlined head. Uh, a bunch of teeth. A bunch of teeth, which I'm a big fan of. And then when you go to the first page, there's a black page with white writing with a lot of sentences that are run-on sentences and not very constructed well. Did you get that? <laughs> the sentences are not very constructed well. Yeah, I heard that. That was a joke. All yeah. right. No, th- it, it, it doesn't work. Okay, so <laughs> it opens with this guy who is looking for a job, and the Venom symbiote, apparently on Earth, looking around. It jumps onto an old guy, and then Matt Gargan offers this guy who's a war veteran uh, a job, and he's supposed to look tough, and he's not supposed to kill anybody, but then things go bad when they make the trade or make the deal. And he's about to get shot and killed. And all of a sudden, the Venom symbiote on the old guy jumps out and jumps on him. And then he gets it. And he he sees the soldiers. He sees Flash Thompson. He sees Eddie Brock. He sees Guardians of the Galaxy. And he sees Spider-Man and everybody who the Venom symbiote has been on. All of a sudden, it's in him. And now the costume has white hands. And he jumps off. And he kills everybody. And that's it. He's now a bad guy. <laughs> and if you read the Simbi wrote, which is the letters page, which is by by uh, Devin, Devin Lewis, right? He's the editor okay. of this thing. Uh, it says, we are going to take him. He's going to be a bad guy through and through. We're never. There's always been some sort of venom is a good guy deep down, or he tries to do the right thing, or he's a lethal protector. But no, he's awful. But really what we see in this is Venom the whole time, the symbiote is saying, wait, whoa, whoa, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And the the army ranger is the guy saying, yep, I'm going to use the power to kill people. So it's it's really convoluted. <laughs> it's strange. I, I, I was disappointed. The art was okay. Um, the art looked like uh, very cartoony, like uh, those infinite comics, you know? It reminded me when Kia Asama did a run on Uncanny X-Men. Do you remember that? No. With uh-uh. the wolves. And oh, yes. It, looked, yes. it just reminded me so much of that. Is it? That's right around the She Lies with Angels? Is that? It was. Ugh, yeah. Why do you have to bring that up? Oh, uh, right. <laughs> that I remember that. Yeah. You're right. The art does look similar. The Man, this... I was pretty disappointed because I was jazzed about this, you know? Uh, I don't know that I was jazzed, but I was excited. <laughs> are they? Are those not the same thing? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not working, you know, in, in theater in 1970s that I would say jazzed. He has to get back to Eddie Brock. He has to get back to Eddie Brock, right? But how did he get away from Flash Thompson? I don't know. I, I, I guess I got to go back and read the Space Knight thing, right? Well, I mean, I looked... And, you know, maybe now we're going to sound dumb if if this answer is out there and we don't know it. But I looked online and I could not find out. I mean, it makes you have to go back and buy these things unless it hasn't been. Yeah, is it one of those things they just haven't told us yet? What's what is weird about this is 
aren't they doing the exact same concept with the Carnage title? It's still going on. Yeah. So did they say, you know what? We pulled it off with Carnage and people like Venom. Let's go ahead and do this book. <laughs> but it still seems conflicted. Like the the writing still seems very conflicted about where the author wants to go with it. It's like, is he a good guy? Is he not a good guy? Is he going to? Uh, it's kind of twisty because the human is the guy driving the violence this time instead of the symbiote. And that's what's unique narrative hook about this. But I mean, the, the letters page says, oh, no, he's a bad guy. Always has been. None of this. We're going straight to the, you know, buckle up. Never mind all that character development. That we just read about for 22 pages. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of this? I was disappointed, too. That's why I said I didn't want to do this one. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, there haven't been a lot of Marvel books I've been looking forward to. And I don't want to just rehash what we've talked about every episode for the past year. But this was <laughs> one that I was like, all right, Venom, I like him. It's going to be somebody else with the symbiote. Let's give it a try. Holy cow, this sucked. You know, that's how I... It was just yeah. a very quick roller coaster of suckiness. Yeah, that's a bummer. But I wanted to like it. You know, I think we both did, it sounds like. Yeah, I did. I did really want to like it. Yeah, like um, Jessica Jones, that was one that I was really excited for. But I went into it with trepidation. Like Marvel let me down. But I really enjoyed it. And so I Oh, thought, really? Yeah. Really? I really liked Jessica Jones, number one. So I thought that's how Venom, number one, would be, too. It just, they just do their thing and, you know... No. So, so, but did you read the original Jessica Jones stuff by uh, Bendis and, and I think it's Guider? No, Gider? I, I have it. <laughs> I have it up oh. on the shelf, but I've not read it. Oh, it's good, man. That's what yeah. I hear. That's why I bought it. And, and I, since I really like the show, I figured I needed to have the source material. And uh, Jessica Jones is being written by Bendis. Is, who's the artist on that book? Uh, it's the same guy. Oh, man. Awesome. Yeah. Are you not reading it? No, I haven't picked up number one or two yet. Okay. Well, yeah. you finish the TV show and then you can read it. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, Daddy. Um, all right. Inhumans vs. X-Men? Yeah. So over the course of the past two to eight months, Beast and Iso, or Iso, however you want to say her name, search for a cure to Impox, but find out they'd have to find a cure for each individual mutant affected with Impox, and are also discouraged to find out that the Savage Land is slowly being contaminated with Terrigen. Also over the past two to eight months, Emma Frost has been gathering her forces in hopes to execute her plan against the Inhumans. These forces include Magneto's X-Men, the Young X-Men, the Hellfire Club, and possibly Storm's X-Men. That was the gist of it. It was a pretty straight and narrow cut and paste and dry or whatever uh, book. You know, those were the two subplots that ran and and showed uh, Beast and Isso doing their work for six months and then Emma... Um, working on her diamond form and gathering her forces for the past six months. Uh, it was a zero issue, so I know it was supposed to just set up, um, and that's what it did. So it was kind of a, I, for me, it was a meh book, but with it being a zero issue, I knew that it wasn't going to be like earth shattering or anything, you know? I have a couple questions about this. I, like, yes, it's a zero issue, and I, I felt I felt the same way, but this Charles Soule, so you have the Inhumans thing. What did you think about the art, first of all? I thought parts of it were really good, and other parts were a little tough. It was sketchy. Yeah, it was. I thought that it's obviously the talented. It's just, you know, is it is it your kind of, is it your cup of tea type of thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's not Joe, Jim Lee, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, 
So, and also, like, it moved back and forth between settings oh. very quickly without without telling you, you know, where it was going or what it was trying to accomplish. Uh, that was pretty yeah. rough. And then you, I mean, you'd have to make sure... Most of you... it's self-explanatory, but... No, I'm with you. It, it was, but it was jarring to pull you out because it, it would rotate back and forth between the two stories, but then also the timeline. So you had to make sure you knew... Oh, this is why, you know, oh, they've been working for four months. Oh, they've been working for six months. Oh, now they're eight, you know. Oh, but wait, now we're with Emma, and she's also at the same time period. It was just kind of took you out of the enjoyment of it. Yeah, yeah. What was the last thing? Okay, so obviously the Terrigen Mist is hitting the Savage Land, and for some reason, you're going to laugh at me, but I, I got the impression, it's probably because I haven't been reading Extraordinary X-Men, they're still in... Uh, in um, Limbo. Limbo, right. So for some reason, <laughs> I was like, all of a sudden, the signal in, in the Savage Land goes off. And I thought, for some reason, this city or this building crashed into. <laughs> because, and the reason why I thought this is because when she's talking to Magneto, he's like holding the whole city on top of like a pin or whatever. Like, And then I was like, it fell off. The whole thing fell off. And for some reason, all that connected in my brain. But then I realized, oh, and and then he's like, oh, no. And he's looking at the chart. And I was like, he just saw all that and everything. But really, he's just looking at a chart, right? Yeah. And so the next page, when everything's on his head, like the brood and apocalypse and and Charles dead and everything, I don't even know what that thing is in the upper right-hand corner, this giant, I don't know what that is. Um, What is all this? He's just thinking, what is he thinking about? It's all pictures of things that have recently happened. Uh, You know, you've got wolverines covered in the adamantium and Black Bolt killing Cyclops. Uh, You know, Apocalypse is in um, Extraordinary X-Men at the moment. So I took it as it was all kind of like different big events that have happened mostly recently. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That's why I wasn't sure. Actually, I didn't catch that that was Wolverine. I thought it was Iceman. Yeah, it was a little hard to, to decipher. So, so you were kind of meh on the book as well? Oh, definitely. Like, the writing was tough. It didn't sound like Beast. Um, it didn't feel like he talked like him. He's like, nah. And he's like, I told you, <laughs> science. You can do anything with science. Science. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I may be reading into it a little bit here. But, um, you know, it, it's I, I cannot stand the Inhumans. Like, th- my joy of what Black Bolt was in Earth-X and who he was and what he was during Hickman's run of Avengers and new Avengers uh-huh. is all taken away with this inhumanity thing. Mm. It's, it's driving me nuts, man. Like soul needs to get off of this boat. I agree. I th- I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think they keep pushing it and pushing it. And actually I think the IVX thing is going to be the end of it. They're going to say, Oh, we're going to go to a different planet. Cause I mean, don't they have a, um, a new title called the Royals or whatever. And it looks like they're looking down on earth. Like they're leaving. Yeah, but that's okay. If they want- right, I I know, but it's like, yeah, they need to get out of here. Let's end this train. Let's get the X Men and the Avengers back in the spotlight. I don't know if that's what they're gonna do though. I I don't know. I don't know what I'm- has changed that now Marvel's like, okay, so I guess we love the X Men now. Again, you know, I don't I don't know. They should really rotate their their books, don't you think? Like they should really rotate. Like, okay, we're doing these events and and just cycle through i don't know why they said you know what our cycle is not going to work anymore we're gonna we're gonna bring in this third group the inhumans you know well that was because the the whole movies because fox has the rights to fantastic four and the x-men 
Yeah, we still don't have a Fantastic Four book, do we? No, no. And then, you know, the X-Men are, are, you know, underground and pushed to the side. They're in very little merchandise. You know, I, I, I get it, but it doesn't make sense to me from a financial standpoint. You know, they don't want to help Fox make any movie, any money with their movies. Right. But, you know, Fox purchased the, the rights to Fantastic Four and X-Men legally and the right way and saved them from losing more than just those rights, you know, by giving them the money for those characters. So for Marvel to now be mad at Fox and doing everything they can to spite them is very childish. And it's really just hurting their piggy bank because they're giving us these mediocre stories and we're not buying them. Right. So yeah. Give us good stories. And it's, you know, that's how economics works. Give us something that we want. We will give you money for it. You know, I have heard a lot of people say that since, uh, DC did their rebirth thing. Their stories are great. Oh, people are just. Uh, you look at the t- look at the charts. You know the charts are the proof right there. DC is yeah, what... outselling Marvel. Really? Yeah. You look at the charts, and you know even Civil War two. Like nobody wants to read that. It's it's not selling well. It's you know it, it's not hitting number one. When Marvel does an event, it should hit number one. You know because they they're supposed to have the best of the best, and they just don't. You've got the X-Men selling at the the low numbers, like in the 70s and 80s. Uh, many, many, you know, almost, almost if not more than half of Marvel titles are selling under the 100 number. It's crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. Is, is DC taking the top spots, or is it some of the image books? Uh, I mean, Walking Dead is up there every month, but the rest is DC. You know, yeah. people are just loving this these takes, and... Marvel's like, nope, we're just going to keep pushing these mini-series as ongoing titles and re- restarting everything. And- yeah, that doesn't make sense because the, like, the Renew Your Vows thing, like, hey, let's have another Spider-Man title in a different reality. Like, why, why would people want to read that? I, I don't think they will because I think they're looking for that nostalgia from the 90s with the kid, and that's fine. They're just doing it wrong. <laughs> They're just doing yeah. it the wrong way. If people want that, they're, that's not how they want it. Just just being honest with you, Marvel, that's not how, yeah. how they want it. Is DC doing... Uh, do you feel like, or do you know, or have you heard that DC's as preachy as Marvel is with a lot of their, their stuff? Or are they letting are they letting a social agenda get in the way of good books? Are they, um, whether it be you know climate change or diversity or whatever, are they... Are they making sure those things are added in there at the expense of uh, the stories more so than DC? Or is it just nobody likes these replacement characters? Like, I don't understand what happened to our normal Ghost Rider, you know? Like, why why is Bruce Banner not the Hulk, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, DC has has all those things. And none of those things, you know, let's be clear, none of them are inherently wrong, you know? There's nothing wrong with having diversity. There, there's nothing wrong with those kinds of things. But the forceness of it, you know, and that's how I, I think the proof is in the numbers. Because if you're forcing something on people and then they're not purchasing it, that proves that they don't want it. And yet you continue to make it and push it towards them. That shows that you are forcing it. You know? I guess that they, they're allowed to do that. Well, I mean, I don't know how their business units are broken up, but I mean, I guess the company in general is allowed to do this because the movies are raking in a bunch of dough. But it's a di- I'm always going to go back to the example of Miles Morales. 
that was like an almost a natural organic progression. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker died. Somebody else picked up the mantle. But when you all of a sudden start, and I'll go back to Robbie Reyes, when you start and say, look, you don't know this character. He has nothing to do with the uh, the other Ghost Rider, but we're going to change him. Or even Ms. Marvel. Look, you this has nothing to do with Carol Danvers. It's a, it's a, it's a little girl who's an inhuman, and she's going to call herself Ms. Marvel. And now you're going to like her. Like, she's she's a replacement character, right? Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the only way to make the change is with your pocketbook. If you stop buying, then Marvel will eventually get the message, you know? If you continue to buy or feel pressured to, because if you don't, then you're somehow a racist, homophobic, you know, uh, anti-social justice, uh, sexist, racist, <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Right. Right. Which just isn't true. I just want good books about characters that I like. I don't yeah. need to. And the thing is, too, I don't need to personally identify and see myself in every book either. I don't, I don't need to see a white, Christian, heterosexual male at the, the head of all my books. I don't, you know, and I don't know why there is that, that people say they have to now identify with every character in there. And so they, they have to be able to see themselves. That's never why I picked up any marvel book at all hmm. it was always an escapism at least for me you know i, right. I want to see these these characters with these these personalities that are larger than life and these powers that are crazy wild awesome and how they interact with each other and they fight bad guys and they save the day at the end of the day that's all i want to see you know hmm. i do know <laughs> i do know sir i i just all right yeah, we 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 hash this stuff all the time. I know, but now we've that's one thing over the past hundred episodes. Obviously, no, we've got a longer show now, so we'll talk <laughs> as we want. All right, you want to you want to go to the next one, Thanos? Sure. So Thanos number one, uh, the Black Quadrant has been taken over by Corvus Glaive as Thanos has abandoned his empire. Under Glaive's rule, the empire has grown and prospered. However, Thanos has returned. He is not pleased by what he sees as he confronts Glaive. Thanos defeats Corvus and gives us gives him a choice to either kill himself or have Thanos kill him. He chooses to end his own life for betraying Thanos. Meanwhile, Thanos' son Thane sends the champion of the universe to bring Star Fox to him in a bid to kill Thanos. Mistress Death greets Thane as he waits for Star Fox and lets him in on a secret. Thanos is already dying. All right. What do you think of this? I liked it. Yes. <laughs> this is I what I wanted agree. to see. It's pretty it's pretty interesting. I there's two sides of the coin here. One, they're trying to kill him, but we killed him before and I think it was the Thanos imperative and it whacked everything out of balance, right? Mm-hmm. So we already kinda went down this road unless we fix that and now we're able to go ahead and kill him. Uh the other thing is th- this is these are fun characters. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is just good to see these guys out there in a crazy space thing that I don't I don't know. I mean it, it it felt it felt refreshing. It's interesting because it's a bad guy, right? So we kinda have that like where's it gonna go? The title was about Thanos, so um he's not gonna get defeated, but are we supposed to be rooting for him? Is he sympathetic? Is he not sympathetic? So far no, but yet he's dying. Is it really a book about Thane? Is it about the legacy of Thanos? Is Thane going to take his place? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hey, it was great art, too. Yeah, I think this uh, it kind of had a little bit of everything that 
we've been wanting, you know? Uh, I'm pretty sure this won't be a... I know it's billed as an ongoing, but I can't see this as more than, you know, a maxi series, 12 to 18 issues, you know? Really? Uh, well, I guess so. Yeah, like, I, can, I can see that. I think when you start off a book like this with a... This is the this is what is happening. This is the central theme. The theme of this book is Thanos is dying and these people want to kill him. Well, you kind of really pigeon your pigeonhole yourself into this story. Once the story's told, you're done. Well, yes, in, unless there's unless it goes on to other things well, I, or uh, like the, after the first arc, it, it shifts and you you take this, but then it causes another problem or something like that. Well, the, I think that's a problem with a lot of the current, you know, the past three, four years of books is that that's how these books are. They're so pigeonholed into telling this one, just one six to 12 to 18 issue arc and there's nothing afterwards. So it doesn't make a series. When, when you look at how, how books used to start when you had when x-men started when a new spider-man title started when avengers started they weren't so pigeonholed avengers was these six these five six superhumans got together to fight bad guys that's what they do they're earth mice heroes and they fight bad guys the x-men were these five mutant kids that are going to school and they ultimate and they end up you know meeting up with bad guys the Fantastic Four were space adventurers that dealt with science and fought bad guys. And none of them were so pigeonholed into these tight, this tight thing. You know, if the first issue of Fantastic Four was the whole thing, the whole 22 pages was of them talking about how they're going to get in this rocket ship. And then by issue six, they finally got their powers. That's much more pigeonholed, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. And that's but that's why those titles had such longevity is the writers came up with an overall theme and then made stories from their theme as opposed to what the the writers do today and they pick out this this story and they want to get their story told and then after the story is told they they don't have anything else they told their story. Yeah, that that's an interesting point because a lot of times they say, "Oh, I'm going to take this character. I have an idea, a story idea for this character." But when you look at the characters and you put them in a situation, you say, "Okay, here's the starting off point. We could go anywhere. Those books don't last anymore." Mm-mm. Like you have your Black Mask and whatever, you know, you have Ms. Marvel that is going somewhere, but it's it's not not a a great book, you know. Yeah. Um so I guess it, there really are two sides of the same coin. And, and But most of the time I find that I like when I'm running out of time to read, I like a quick story idea. Oh, this grabs my attention. This is interesting. How are they going to deal with this? Instead of something like, well, this is kind of meaningless because they could go anywhere. I really don't have time to, to read it because it really has no definitive end, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess they do that for all different types of readers which is which is good um yeah, it's a it's an interesting you know i'll have to see how my reading habits change based on the titles when uh when i have more time to read we'll see right <laughs> well we'll see but i think that you know back to this book though the writing was great it set up the characters it gave me characters that i liked anyways i've always enjoyed the black order i love thanos i'm interested in thane um, you know, Star. I was kind of, I was kind of sad to see Corvus Glaive die because I really liked him. Oh, I know, he right? Fun. He's great. Uh, and then to have like that twist at the end and the art, I love the art. The art was great for this title. 
this art wouldn't have worked for every title, but it worked for this one. Yeah. So this will be, you know, this one gets a number two from me. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of felt like it. It's it. It kind of felt like Jason Aaron. It, it was less snarky than Jason Aaron, uh, or quippy, I guess. But it kind of felt like his writing. Yeah, and I think the the comics need to realize they don't have to be quippy like the movies. They can they can be serious. You can have a whole issue with no jokes, and it's fine. Right. Right. I mean that's that's how Marvel has been around this long. <laughs> <laughs> right. That is true. All right, sir. Um I think you know what time it is. It's Tina time. The Tina Awards. The Tina Awards, arguably the best segment of our show. And if you're not familiar with the Tina Awards, we will be giving each other names of Tina Turner songs. And that's one thing over the past hundred episodes. I have learned more Tina Turner songs in this time than ever in my <laughs> life because of this episode. I think it's funny when you say, oh, you're going with a less well-known one. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I have heard these clips so many times and these songs so many times. I don't know what's well-known and what's not well-known. <laughs> so I'm going to say a title of a song, and you're going to try to guess which book or topic that we talked about goes with this title. Book so how many do you topic. have? Sir? Well, mine aren't topics, but historically they have been. Yes. Um, I have okay. three. Me too. Oh. Awesome. Would you like me to go first? Sure, why not? Okay. When the heartache is over. When the heartache is over, I'm going to go with Thanos. Okay, why? Am I correct in the title? No. Oh. Maybe I don't like the segment as much as I thought. <laughs> you, you, you've been good at this from time to time. All right. For when the heartache is over, um, Venom. No. <laughs> All right. So I guess it's IVX. Yes. Uh, is that because... All the mutants are being taken out. I just want the Inhumans done. <laughs> when this heartache is over, uh, I, I won't. I won't be missing them. Uh, I won't look over my shoulder either. <laughs> I can live without <laughs> right. them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. All right, sir. My you, first. Your first. My first one is one of the living. Okay, one of the living. This honestly could be for any of them. Uh, <laughs> it could be for Venom because there was only one dude left living in the panel. It could be for IVX because you have Scott dead and Charles dead and the mutants are getting killed. And So if you're one of the living, then you're against the 
in humans. Thanos, it could be, I mean, death is in that. Oh, man. No, that's fine. I, I kind of picked it because it really could apply to so many of them. Is that really true? It is true. It is true. Yes! I put, Five points. Well, I put it down for IVX or Thanos. I didn't put it down for Venom. So you definitely follow the rules on this. Well done. Well, I knew that you would probably whine if I picked it <laughs> for just one. And you'd say, well, it could apply for this. This is why I love this segment. Because all the the you telling me how much I want. <laughs> I actually had three songs I could not decide for this next one. Oh, okay. So, But I went with He Lives in You. You know, whenever I hear He Lives in You, I always think of Nightcrawler. <laughs> I know, me too. For for now until the end of time, I will think of Bastion's arm sticking out of Nightcrawler in that song. It was so sad. That was one of Andy's awards many, many moons ago. Oh, it was great. It was during Messiah War, Messiah Complex. Oh, so sad. All right. So He Lives in You would be Venom. Yes. Yes, it is Venom because... Because Venom. <laughs> right, exactly. I couldn't decide between two people uh, and Don't Leave Me This Way. <laughs> the Don't Leave Me This Way is is like, please, just don't leave Venom. Like, I want Eddie Brock back. Don't, mm. don't leave him how you just left him at the end of this. And then the two people I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my second one is What's Love Got to Do With It? You must try to ignore that it means more than that. Oh, what's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? It may seem to you that I'm acting contrary. All right, I'm going to go with IVX. No. Okay. Thanos. Yes. Okay. Because of death and Thane? Yeah, she totally ratted out her love. Yeah. You know? Like. She's got some plan. He, I mean, her her man, the man that loves her, you know, he, he killed half the universe for her. And she's like, I'm going to tell your son that you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's not cool. What do you think about her new look ever since Thanos Rising? I I like the the purple hood with the skull face, you know? Yeah. That's death. I thought this is cool, but it's not as iconic. Yeah, it's, you know, the, you don't always have to mess with the classics. Classic death. Okay, my last one is help. Okay, help could be any of these. <laughs> but you had mentioned how much you love Corvus Glaive. 
Was it that one? It is Thanos uh, number one, but it's because Thanos needs somebody to help him get his feet back on the ground. Uh... Somebody, somebody took his kingdom. He's sick. Obviously, I'm referring to the lyrics of the song there. Yes, obviously. <laughs> uh, obviously, for all you Tina Turner listeners out there. Or Beatles, if you like the Beatles. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess the Beatles. <laughs> I mean, her version was better, but. I mean, uh, clearly. All right, last Tina Award, back where you started. This one is for Venom. No. What? <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Okay, is it IVX? Yes. Okay, is it because this has to do with the it's the 198 and no more mutants all over again, right? Endangered species? Not really. Because it's from AVX to IVX? No. Because we had eight months to figure this out, but now we're back where we started? Yes, Beast. He had eight months, uh, and he's like, no, oh, it sounds like I just have more work to do, because each mutant has to have a different cure. I could do it, man. I mean, there's only 300 mutants. <laughs> yeah. Right? And and we've got 500 of them at the school. I, that's something I still don't understand. There was 198, and then the lights, right? The five lights? Yes. Okay, and then a couple more, and a couple more, and a couple more, but that's it. Yeah. They're not They're not everywhere <laughs> they are all right well that was good i'm glad we got back to that that's fantastic yeah that's fun ah we'll have to revisit that again all right well we are sponsored by dcb service discount comic book service dcbservice.com their sister site in stock trades go there pre-order your uh single issues at 40 percent off in stock trades everything there is at least 35 percent off go there buy your comics we're also sponsored by crpsavings.com. That's Community Retail Partnership for all of your discount products at Office Depot and Office Max. We're also sponsored by michaelwebsolutions.com for all of your SEO and website needs. Lastly, we're sponsored by themarvelousbox.com. $25 gets you a blind box subscription of the best Marvel graphic novels delivered right to your front door. All right, and we, uh, you can visit our website, theM6p.com. You can email us, m6ploc at gmail.com, or on, follow us on Twitter at theM6p. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash theM6p. We're also on Instagram and YouTube under theM6p. And you can give us a call, leave us a message at 616-755-TINA. All right, well, I, I had nothing else, sir. Well, congratulations to you, Mr. 100 Episodes, Jared Mayo. Well, congratulations to you, too, Andrew Elizabeth Kirby. (laughs) Okay. Well, until next time, this is the M6P. Hey, Jared, Andy, this is Scott, also known as 
Torrance's father, the official toddler of the M6P. I made it official just now. Uh, I just wanted to give you guys a call and say, hey, congratulations on 100 episodes. Looking forward to 100 more and beyond. Glad to have a podcast about Marvel that has no relaunches, reboots, or renumberings. And, you know, I got to say, this is the getting to know you guys is one of the better things that came out of working for that other website. We're not going to name names, but, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So, hey, I'm looking forward to listening to the 100th episode. I'm looking forward to listening to 100 more after that. You guys are doing a great job. I'm very proud of you. Congratulations, and keep up the good work. Hey, guys. Uh, Congrats on the 100 episodes, and uh, thanks for publishing all my horrible articles. Um, And uh, Johnson 2016, Ron Paul 2012. Later. Hello, Jared and Andy. This is John Coghlan. I wanted to call to congratulate you guys on your 100th podcast. You guys are doing a great job. I love the M6P, the website, the Facebook, the podcast, and the Marvelous Box are all wonderful items. So thank you for providing them to us, your fan base. Have a great show. All right, so let me get this on tape. You forgot about the Tino Awards. No, I didn't forget about the Tino Awards. Really? What are you talking about? <laughs> I could have sworn that that's exactly what you just told me. I, I don't think you should swear. I swear I swear it. I swear. Hmm. Nope, just sitting here ready for the, for the show. Really? What are your awards? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you don't know them. You don't have them. <laughs> 